There is a great deal of confusion about the Holy Spirit. Who or what is He? What is His ministry in the world today? How does one even get the Holy Spirit? Today, on Enjoying the Journey, we learn what Jesus taught about the Holy Spirit. What better way to learn about the Holy Spirit than to learn from the authoritative words of Jesus Christ Himself? Let's join Scott Pauley now for today's study. We're coming to know the Holy Spirit, and our teacher is none other than the Lord Jesus Christ. And no one knows God better than God. And Jesus said when he came that he came to reveal the Father. And indeed he did all through his earthly life and ministry. And now as he comes to the end of his ministry and approaches the cross, he begins to reveal to us more and more about the person of the Holy Spirit. And we've been studying in John chapter number 14 so many glorious truths about the Comforter and the Constant, the Christ in us, the Counselor, That's who the Holy Spirit is. And now we turn our attention to John chapter number 15. Now, I've already alluded to the one specific reference in John 15 to the person of the Holy Spirit. It's found at the end of the chapter in verse 26 and 27 where Jesus says, But when the Comforter is come, whom I will send unto you from the Father, even the Spirit of truth, which proceedeth from the Father, he shall testify of me. And ye also shall bear witness because you've been with me from the beginning. Every time I read this, I just love the connection between the Holy Spirit's testimony in verse 26 and the disciples' witness in verse 27, because this is exactly what's going to happen in the book of Acts. And I might say it is exactly what is supposed to happen today. We are to be so filled with the Holy Spirit that we want to talk about what the Holy Spirit wants to talk about. The Holy Spirit of God helps us to know Jesus. We, in turn, open our mouths, and through the enabling of the Holy Spirit, we witness to the reality of Jesus Christ. But as I've spent some time in John chapter 15, I've come to believe that the Holy Spirit is is not only found in verse 26 and 27 at the end of the chapter, but he is found in a beautiful object lesson at the beginning of the chapter. I don't know how I missed this for years, but I did. John 15 opens with one of the the classic I am's of Christ. Listen to it. Verse number one, Jesus said, I am the true vine, and my father is the husbandman. You'll remember that in the Old Testament, the Lord revealed himself as the great I am. Remember to Moses, I am that I am the self-sufficient, self-existent, eternal one. And we know, of course, that the Jehovah revealed in the Old Testament is also revealed as the Jesus, uh, the Son of God in the New Testament. So the Lord Jesus used this expression frequently. And every time he said it, he made enemies. Every time he said it, the, the Pharisees and religious rulers of the day got up in arms because they knew exactly what he was saying when he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. I am the good shepherd. I am the door. I am the bread. And now we come to John 15. It is the seventh, and it is the final I am of Christ in the gospel according to John. It is this, I am the true vine. Now remember the setting. We've just left at the end of John chapter 14, the upper room. Jesus and his disciples are making their way 
uh, out of the old city of Jerusalem, now across the Kedron Valley, across the brook, on their way to the Garden of Gethsemane, and they are surrounded on every side by agriculture, by, by trees and vines and plants. Uh, it was the, the area they were in. It was the order of the day. I, I love to read the Bible with a little imagination. I hope it's sanctified imagination, but I really believe that perhaps our Lord stopped somewhere along the way and held a vine or a branch in his hand or at least motioned to one. These disciples were making the connection. In fact, John chapter 15 was the last object lesson that Jesus would use during his earthly teaching on his way to the cross. He always used object lessons very effectively. They're woven all through the gospel records, but what a profound one this is. What a picture this is. Jesus says, I'm the true vine, and my father is the husbandman. So get the picture. Jesus is the vine. The father is the gardener. He is the one who who is working to bring forth fruit. Jesus goes on in verse 2, Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine, no more can ye, except ye abide in me. I am the vine. Ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit, for without me ye can do nothing. And I want to pause here and say, yes, Lord, amen to that. Without you, I can do absolutely nothing. Oh, with God, all things are possible, but without him, we're nothing. We have nothing. We can do nothing. And so here's the picture. The Lord Jesus is the true vine. The heavenly Father is the husbandman. He's the gardener. We are the branches connected to the vine, connected to the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, we're, we're being pruned. We're being purged day by day. Uh, by the way, what are the pruning shears? He even tells us that. Uh, the, the pruning shears that the gardener uses uh, is the word of God. The sword of the Spirit severs from our lives the things that shouldn't be there, grafts in the things that should be there. The Lord's always working, isn't he, through his word so that we will bear more fruit. Now, someone says, well, where's the Holy Spirit? Exactly. That's what I want to ask you today. How many times have I read this portion of Scripture and I see the Father and I see the Son and I see myself? But where's the third member of the Godhead? Because remember, the Father, the Son, and the Spirit are constantly working in perfect union to accomplish the divine purpose. Where is the Holy Spirit? Well, remember the analogy. Look at at the object lesson Jesus is using. There's a vine, and there are branches connected to the vine. And I would ask you a simple question. What is it uh, that connects the vine and the branches? What is it that begins in the vine and flows into the branches that brings forth the fruit? You see, my friend, the whole concept of being connected to the vine means there's an open flow of that inner life of that beautiful tree, that true vine, the sap, if you will, that flows from the vine into the branches that produces the fruit. May I suggest to you that the Holy Spirit is that unseen life-giving power that flows from Christ into our lives. You see, the great power is not something seen on the surface. He is the hidden one. 
He's the God who lives inside of you. Remember, God is a spirit. You don't see a spirit. Oh, but you know when the spirit is present. You can't see a spirit, but you can sense when that Holy Spirit is at work. And I want to say to you today, it is the Holy Spirit alone who brings the divine life and resources into us so that we can produce and bear the fruit. Only the one who can bring the power can bring the fruit. Only he can truly bring the glory that the Father deserves in our lives. Hear me with your heart today. You can't always see him, but you should always recognize him. The Holy Spirit is present. He is at work in your life today. Stop now and acknowledge him. Holy Spirit, thank you for living in me. Thank you for bringing all of heaven's resources to me. Now flow unhindered through my life today and cause me to bear much fruit for the glory of God. As we listen to the teaching from our Savior about the Holy Spirit, we can be confident that we are learning from the one who is the personification of truth. We hope you'll make your way to our website, enjoyingthejourney.org, and search for helpful resources with more teaching about the Holy Spirit. You'll find podcasts, articles, and full-length Bible messages that will deepen your understanding about the Holy Spirit. Also on our website, you can click on the events link and follow Scott's preaching schedule. If he is preaching in your area, he would love the opportunity to meet you. Once again, thank you for joining us today. We hope you'll share today's podcast with a friend and make plans to join us next time on Enjoying the Journey.